Hey guys, Lance Erline here. We're Houston. We're the city of champions. How about I give you another champion? If you've suffered an injury in an accident and would like a free case review, call the super team at Daspit Law Firm. They're champions. Free consultations are available 24-7. Dial 713-CALL-NOW. That's 713-CALL-NOW and DaspitLaw.com. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. Welcome back here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. is the number. We haven't talked about the Cougs in a while. Cougs won last night. First place in the Big 12. And that, that is saying something when you see all the rated te- the uh, ranked teams in the Big 12. They just beat the sixth team in the country, and now they got the 11th team in the country coming up this Saturday, have to go to Baylor. The Cougs are not a great... They're all three of their losses. Uh, Iowa State, TCU, and Kansas, all on the road. They are a great, great home team. That building was electric last night. It was awesome. Love all the stuff that they do. Uh, it's a great presentation. The, the floor, lights up, everything about it. It's just Tillman, big ups to him. He has built the best arena that we have here in the city. I think it's the best. I think what they did in that place is just, it's second to none here in this city, including Minute Maid, including NRG. I think it's the best facility we have. Uh, now it's obviously smaller, and um, but it, it couldn't be better for what they do. Uh, and listen, Dynamo's Field is awesome. That's a great facility. Yeah, phenomenal. I've only been there once, and it's oh, I've been. I was there. I went again uh, this season, and it it's just fantastic. But I think to, uh, Fertitta Center is the best facility we have in the city. It's the better than Toyota Center. Better than Toyota. Oh yeah, much better. Much better. Better than I know. Bay I wouldn't Park rank Toyota the- better. I, do they have a train in it that I missed? No, I would say it's Fertitta Center first, Minute Maid second, probably Dynamo third, NRG after that. You like the confines to be a little... A little small. Yeah, yeah, I do. It makes it a lot more intimate. and it you makes went it, with the most intimate confines. Yes. Well, then, for the, well, then why didn't you mention Autry Court? Smaller. It is smaller, per se. Uh-huh. I like to say per se sometimes. And it's even smaller when it's not, per se. Even when it's not appropriate to say. <laughs> it is smaller per uh, se. No, they and, uh, and our, our and then there's the opposite which is Rice Stadium. Yeah. Right. That is nice. I had Cole Kubelik ask me, Hey, I'm gonna be doing some uh XFL games there this year. Is it like is it a nice stadium? I said, It's <laughs> nice isn't the word. Think of <laughs> the best stadium you've ever been in, and then never think of it in the context of Rice Stadium. <laughs> I said it is. It was updated back in the seventies. Yeah, it's I said awful. it's not. Uh, I was thinking, why don't you build a a, a dynamo type stadium right next to it, and then you can tear that down. I uh, mean, Rice come on, spending, Rice, you've got Rice so much money. Any money on anything. I mean, that's ridiculous. I've heard that they have a new president who's in with 
sports. So maybe that will change, and it'd be great. But give Mike Bloomgren a chance. Give the basketball uh, he, program, baseball program a chance. Listen, man. he might be doing the best job in America. Oh, with man. what he has to work with, yeah, he no, might he be doing a, the best job. He's in America. a good coach. He's he's a good. He's coach. a really good coach. And it's hard. There's only so much you can do at Rice, but Rice is complete ambivalence to sports. I get it. That's not why they started their their university. But come on, now that you're there, can you help out your student? It's not why too? Duke started. It's not why uh, Gonzaga started. It's not Stanford, Cal. All Cal, of these have yes. been competitive sports. Yes, you know, competitive. Obviously, on the on the you know on the academic circuit, but sports. I mean, just you got people, you got donors who have to put floors in on the basketball court years ago. Bobby Tudor, who was a baseball guy. Um, it's it's embarrassing. So hopefully they make some changes. But anyway, <clears throat> to the Cougars, Cougars got out rebounded by nine. They allowed the opponents to shoot fifty two point nine percent from the three point line. All of that sounds like it should be a loss. The Cougars shot under thirty percent from the three point line. That sounds like the makings of a loss. They won by eight. You know why? They turned over Iowa State sixteen times. They attacked the rim and, and made twenty four free throws to twelve free throws. For Iowa mm-hmm. State, Cougs only shot about 41-42%, I think 42% from the field total. But it was ugly it's just, for a while. you know, Houston knows how to win ugly. And these are, if you need everything to be right, if you're a bad defensive team, then you have to have your offense play well to have a shot. If you're a great defensive team, then you can stay in games even when you're not shooting. That's the big difference. And Kelvin Sampson's team... Always does that, even when they're not shooting well. They stay in games, stay in games, stay in games. Usually, it's because they turn teams over, they take you, they force you to take bad shots, and they beat you on the boards. This time, the opponents shot a high three point percentage. They beat Houston on the boards, and yet Houston had more offensive rebounds than the Cougs, and yet Cougs still get it done. It's a great home court. Uh, Houston has a premier leadership point guard, and a lot of times that's what you need to, especially if he can make shots late. That's what you need, a backcourt that can make baskets. you got Cryer and Shed that I think gives you a, a – you got bigs who do their job, right? They rebound, they block shots, they they put a body on body, and they out-tough people, as Texas said. you got a backcourt that has the potential to score but will also defend. Like, Houston has everything it takes to win a national championship except, I think, just consistency from the three-point line. Most great teams that win national championships – typically have one or two guys that are, you know, snipers from three. And that's just never been Kelvin Sampson's thing. He's just – he he recruits defense and attitude first, and I think he worries about the shooting second. Yeah. I wonder is – is uh, I mean, Jamal's getting a lot of love. And the one guy talked about – well, I was at the game, so I didn't hear it, but somebody tweeted in and said if the if, – if Calvin Sampson and his staff couldn't coach for a couple of weeks, broadcast team said that. The broadcast, yeah. then Jamal Shedd could coach this team in an emergency. In an emergency, is is he a first team All America? That'll be interesting. Uh, I think more second team probably. I don't know. We'll the see. numbers. I don't think the numbers nobody be does there. more for What's their the team than he does. Huh? What's he averaging points a game right now? I don't. I don't. Know. Well, I you just had him. Oh, no, I don't. Scott Van Pelt, we played sound earlier of him talking to Kelvin Sampson. Here's Kelvin Sampson talking about the importance of Jamal Shedd. 
Well, I, I hear I hear a lot of um, people talk about who the best point guard is. I never hear him mention Jamal Shedd. Uh, I, I, I would highly encourage him to watch him play at least once uh, so you can get a feel for how good he is. Uh, I wouldn't trade Jamal Shedd for any point guard in America. Uh, I think we have the best point guard. He's... Um, He's a uh, winner. Um, he's been in this program for four years. Uh, he's what we stand for. Because he has a tremendous mother and father. He's going to graduate in May at 3.84 grade point average. Uh, That's awesome. Second semester. He's just one of those kids you want your kid to grow up and be like. So uh, he's a winner. I mean, the, do what he did tonight against this team when we had some guys not play their best. Tells you all you need to know about Jamal Shedd. He's averaging 13.3. LJ's leading the team at 15.0. Um, but nobody does more for their team. Nobody does more for their team than Jamal Shedd does. He's got 5.8. Uh, how about this? 5.8. It's almost 3 to 1 assist to turnovers. He does it all. He's shooting 44% from the field, which is really good for the Cougs. 80% from the free throw line. Uh, 35% three point shooter. Um, I don't. I don't know that. In, in the st- stats aren't everything. This is the number two team in the country, and they're so heavily reliant on this guy. If not for Jamal Shedd, this team. If Jamal Shedd goes away, this team isn't a top twenty-five team. Uh. Well, I mean, you mean if they if he goes away this year? Well, God forbid. I mean, we've we've seen yeah. we've seen the Cougs have. Yeah, I mean, they got a lot yeah. of work to replace him. Yeah, it's it's not. And really less on the basketball side, more on the leadership and intangible yes. side. You've created a culture there, but culture can slip away. The Steelers had culture slip away after, you know, it took years and years for the wrong people to leave the building and just retire, stuff like that. And I, they've had culture slip away. Kelvin Sampson's got to find that next guy. Yeah. You know, that next guy. Well, and listen, when Kelvin decides to retire kellen's got to keep that same culture going on and i hope he gets that same kind of respect that kelvin gets yeah and if he does and he keeps this going from his father it'll be an amazing run that the Cougs will be on i hope he's wrong about that nobody is talking about jamal shed as the best point guard in the country i hope he's wrong about that you know how nobody believed in us you know that kind of thing i hope that's wrong because jamal shed every every broadcast that we hear you watch the games and the announcers just talk about him glowingly all the time. There is not, I mean, so I hope he's wrong about that. Is there, is, I, I don't know. Okay, Dick Vitale's six best point guards in 2023-2024 from February 7th of this year. Pretty quick, right? Yeah. Okay. Dewan Harris, Kansas, uh, averaging seven points a game, two rebounds, six assists, and 1.6 steals. Tyler Kolek, Mar- uh, Marquette, 15 points, 4.8 rebounds, 7.2 assists, 1.7 steals. Tristan Newton, UConn, 15.9 points, 6.8 rebound, 5.7 assists. Reed Shepard, Kentucky, 12.3 points, 4.3 rebounds, 4.2 assists. Braden Smith, Purdue Boilermakers, 12.4 points per game, 5.4 rebounds, 7.3 assists. And the last one of the six. Well, that ain't your boy, Jamal Shedd. It's Isaiah Stevens, of course, Colorado State, 16.6 points a game, three rebounds, 7.1 assists. Dick Vitale doesn't name Jamal Shedd as one of the top six, and this is just a, 
um, 10 days ago. A well, little he, more than that, two weeks ago. Yeah, but he doesn't have any credibility. <laughs> I mean, he's got some credibility. No. I, not, not that I agree with him, obviously. No. I mean, that's, I think that's just ridiculous. I mean, I, yeah, I get Tristan Newton. Okay, I get that. I get – listen, he named the point guards from okay. all Purdue. Do you trust the athletic more? No, I don't trust them at all. Okay, here's their headed into the list. I'm not looking at it. Right. Top 20 headed into the season. Number one. Uh, no, heading into the season is different than right now. That, Jamal Shedd's got final four appearances. It doesn't matter. All right, well, let's see where they put them. Okay. Tyler Kolick, Marquette, Tyrese Proctor, Duke, Trey Alexander, Creighton. This headed in. Wade Taylor, A&M. Wade Taylor's pretty good. DeJuan Harris, really a... Kansas. Not really. Not more really. Combo guard. Yeah. Tyson Walker, Michigan State. Tyler Perry, uh, Kansas State. Oh, I love him in all his movies. Yeah. Which Santiago, is your favorite movie? Vescovi, Tennessee. Uh, the one where he's a woman. He dresses Medea as a goes woman. to Hollywood. That happens quite a bit. You don't have a favorite Medea of his Medea. Medea goes to Hollywood. No, Medea's Scary those. Night Out. Jamal Shedd, number nine. <laughs> okay. All of them, huh? All of them. Hmm. Can't name them, but all of them. Yeah, the one where he's, you know, he dresses as his mom. Or you something. said that already, but you don't have a specific movie? Johnson Medea. I love guys. them all, Dell, the same. Can you name one of them that you love? It doesn't matter about naming things. I have noticed that, the, in general, Black Twitter is a huge fan of men dressing in women's Mm-mm. clothes to do make movies. Not Just. Cat Williams even talked about it on his Club Shay Shay interview. Like, I remember being a little kid like, who's this guy? And it was Flip Wilson dressing up as somebody named Henrietta or something yeah, like that. Yeah, but we do that. Everybody does that. Dustin Hoffman Robin did it. Williams did it. Yeah, and Robin Tootsie. Williams. Yeah, Cat Robin Wood. Williams, yeah. Uh, the two guys, well, Tom Hanks did it. Tom Hanks yeah. did it. Started his See, career. See, people do it too. And the, the pushback on that is, well, Tom Hanks would have been fine without it. Some people believe, some people in that industry say, some people. if you don't put on the dress... Your opportunity. That's, that's insane. Uh, Cat Williams said it. Tell me the movie where Cat Williams. I know Cat said it, but I, Cat made it sound so weird. Like you've got to put he's the talking, dress on. He's first. talking like, about comedic. What is he talking he's about? talking about black comedic actors. He's not talking about. Uh, oh, comedic actors. If you Martin don't, Lawrence. But, yeah, put on a dress. Martin Lawrence did put on a dress. Martin, Martin Lawrence put up a dress. Eddie Murphy never. What? Yes, he did. Yes, he, he did. did. Put Hercules, on, Eddie Hercules. Murphy did put on the dress. That was bigger. He was already huge. I'm just telling you what Cat says. Maybe he's trying to make this comeback. I'm just telling you what Cat says. You put on the, if you're a comedic actor, holy black, crap! Put on Eddie put on Murphy the, did it. They they want you to put on the dress, and if you don't put on the dress, your career takes a, a turn. Put the that, dress on. Is this some Hollywood secret? That's Eddie what he Murphy believes. did it, but he was playing multiple characters. Well, but he put on the dress. He also put on a old man Jewish face too in 1988. Yeah, he did, he did do that. Yeah, but uh, Martin Lawrence, Eddie Murphy, they put on that dress. Martin Lawrence did put yeah, on a dress. Yeah, put on the dress. Shanae, no. Is that what his character was? Yeah, he put on the dress multiple times. Yeah. Big Mama's House, he put on the dress? Yeah, he did it. Yeah, yeah. That's he had my favorite characters. Tyler Perry movie. That's not a Tyler Perry movie. No, that's movie. not Tyler Perry's Big Mama's House. <laughs> it's oh. just another black comedian putting on a dress, though. <laughs> yeah, John, don't worry about it. Flip Wilson was the original. If I'm going to put on a dress, I'm going to I bet to... Richard Pryor never wore a dress. How did Paul Mooney ever put on a dress? I bet Robin Harris never wore a dress. I don't think Paul Mooney did either. I bet Seth the Entertainer and Steve Harvey never wore a dress. Well, yeah. Steve caught his caught some shrapnel too but for different reasons yeah i if i was gonna put on a dress i need some tequila uh yeah i mean you might now if you're looking to take shots and you're waiting for that burn and you i'm gonna really punish myself here 
that's the greatest punishment you can give yourself is, is Maestro Nobel, if you consider that a punishment. It's distilled for years and years. The Añejo is its own type of tequila. The Reposado is much different. The Cristalino blends three different types of tequilas. They charcoal filter it to, to make it the, you know, give it the transparent uh, look that it has. And then the smoothness and the slight hint of sweetness at the end are just astonishing. Uh, it is it is a great, the first time, if you're not a tequila drinker, the first time you have Maestro Nobel straight, you're going to be blown away because you're going to think this isn't how tequila was. I, this isn't how I remember tequila tasting. This is smooth and delicious. That's right. That's the way it should be. Don't settle for cheap tequilas. Get a tequila that's very reasonably priced, but it ends. It offers high-end quality. You deserve to have that bottle on your shelf. So go treat yourself to a bottle of Maestro Nobel wherever fine liquors are sold. If they don't carry it, demand it by name. It's Maestro Nobel. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You're hooked up with it. Toss a coin to your witcher. John plus Lance equals a damn good start to your day. Live from the Veritex Community Bank Studios, it's John and Lance. All right. 713-780-3776 is the number. So Kyle Tucker. Well, Alex Bregman met the media. For those of you who weren't with us a little bit earlier, he put on 23 pounds. Kyle Tucker, and, and we talked about it already on the weight gain and all that and what, what it might mean. Kyle Tucker met the media as well and talked about the the contract thing, right? And Kyle Tucker... Um, I think he's open to. From what I, I, I listened to the whole thing, it was three plus minutes. Which cut? Which which cut do you have, Dell? A little talk about the contract. A little about the contract. I, he's open, but I, I don't know if I believe him. Here's Kyle Tucker talking about the contract situation. I don't know the exact date um, that he said that, but um, maybe a little talk, but not not like um, you know, like a hard offer or anything like that. But I mean. Like I've always said, just you know, we're always open to have those conversations, whether it happens now or a little later, um, whatever it may be. But I mean, we're—I mean, I'm always around here, um, so you know, I'm always open to having those conversations and just talk it through. Yeah, um, well, okay. he ain't—he ain't doing it. His agent is doing it, and he ain't—he's hitting the market, and you know, rightfully so. Get as much as you possibly can. Um, he, he ain't taking that Jordan deal. He ain't taking that original Bregman deal. He ain't taking that original Altuve deal. Um, you know, the other guys didn't, they didn't come to terms on anything and they're gone when they don't, when they go through, they go through arbitration, they put in their six or six plus years, seven years, uh, and they can't come to terms on something that is a, a little bit team friendly, like Bregman did, like Jordan did like Altuve did, then, you know, then they're going to, it's, it's going to be over. You got Bregman for a few more years than you would have anyway. He's 30, going to be 30 years old. And you got him for uh, a nice chunk and you won titles. But this is going to be it for Alex Bregman. Scott Boris already said it. He's like, this is a different deal. This ain't Altuve. Okay. Altuve's at the end of his uh, You'll get nine years out of Alex Bregman. 
The reality is you take it. That's it. The reality is you take it, but it's it's uh, still going to be tough. It's still going to be tough to see your favorite players leave every few years now. But that's what big boy baseball is going to look like when it's time for people to get paid. You either have to, you know, typically you're going to have to pay retail prices for the players. You 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 can keep them because they're young, and this is why you grow your own so you can have longer uh, stints. But the reality of professional baseball is that because of their salary cap or their lack of a true salary cap, really, in their structure, you just can't, like, your favorite players have to walk away unless they're going to go to one of, like, three to four teams. Your favorite players eventually will walk away, and you just try to be smart about making sure you hold on to some of them. I think Jim Crane has done a good job of holding on to Altuve, although, you know, history will tell you Altuve, I think, is going to stay with Houston. I don't think he ever wants to leave at all. No. The question is going to be, can he ever hang on to core guys for well, their 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 career, like or for a majority of their career, or like the the like the great a great majority of their career? Tucker, Bregman, George, um, Carlos. I mean, they're all going to be you know they're all going to be gone. Well, so. he's already okay. So he picked McCullers, and he picked Javier. Okay. Yeah, that, those those are reasonable contracts. Yeah, well, I mean, uh, McCullers. Well, well you went in with open eyes to his injury history. You went in with open eyes, knowing that there was a problem. There was a chance that could be a problem for a starting pitcher. Seventeen, seventeen five, I think it is right. What? That's not the for McCullers yeah. per year. That's not crazy for a starter. That's you know. No, healthy. but you pick. You might have picked the wrong guy. Yeah, I mean, in I Javier, you might have picked the wrong guy. So far, you well, did. we'll see. But no one could have argued with the Javier deal when it went down. No, he looked like the best pitcher in Major League Baseball yep. when you gave it to him. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll see what he does with Fromber. Uh, they're not afraid to give relievers money. We know that for a fact. Relievers get paid in Houston. Um, but the position players, you know, Jordan should never leave. By the time Jordan leaves the Astros, he better be washed, completely washed. Yeah. Well, I think you got the start of it. Jordan may be well be like an Altuve here. You know, he took that debt deal that was a bit team friendly. He's going to be here when when that deal is up. He's going to be late twenties. They're going to give him another one. You you he's on court. He's on track to be a lifer, as opposed to Tucker, who's going to do his six seven years. Uh, you know, and then be gone. Correa Springer. Those are different deals. Um, Jordan is probably good. He's on, he's on pace to be here for a, a long time. And, you know, it's just the guys that you picked. Okay, now you got Frombrook, too. Well, that's, that's another one we never talk about. Is Frombrook's coming up in a couple of years. I know. Frombrook's older, but Frombrook's a pitcher who doesn't rely on a big fastball. His fastball's good. It's actually faster than you, you give him credit for because he doesn't. He does It's he pops the mid higher than Javier than Christian Javier does, and Javier looks like he throws way yes. harder. And yet here, every once in a while, you'll see boom, 96, 97 from Fromber. Like what? Yeah. Uh, but Fromber has been excellent since two thousand. You know, a couple ups and downs, but nothing unusual. You find that with most pitchers. But you know, to get paid like an elite pitcher, he has to really. I think he needs to come up with an elite season this year. Which is very possible. He's done it already in the past, but you know, approach that twenty win mark. Get to he's going to have thirty four, thirty five starts if he's healthy. Get to at least eighteen wins. 
post a, a sub three ERA. Uh, you know, you want your whip right around one. Sometimes because he pitches around player, you know, he doesn't like to give in. His whip's going to be a little higher because he's going to, he's not afraid to walk guys. Uh, it usually doesn't come back to get him, but you know, at any point it could turn into a disaster for him. So if he starts, but he also doesn't usually give up home runs, but last year he gave up over double the amount of home runs that he did the year before the year before seven home runs. Are you kidding me? Yeah. He was outstanding. 24 consecutive uh, quality starts, was it? Uh, was it 23, 24? Whatever, yeah. Yeah. Whatever. I think it was 24. And uh, so I feel good about Frommer, but you are going to have a decision to make there. Look, Lance Berkman has got to do something for you, or, or you're just waiting for his money to roll off the books. I mean, Lance who? Oh, McCullers. Lance McCullers, yeah. You're just going to wait for his money to roll off the books if he can't give you something. I feel bad for him. When he's, when he's on, he's got some good stuff, but... Right now, it's just I'm I'm I've kind of written Lance off, and if you get something from him, that's great. It's Hunter Brown is the guy that I'm really Hunter and Javier, the two H's, Hunter and Javier. That that's a joke. they are mm-hmm. uh, they're the different guys, letters, but okay. They're the guys that we they call them the killer H's. Uh, we're going to no, have we don't. To, <laughs> some people call them the killer H's. No one does. That's not because they're not H's. If the killer H's can get it back this year. Um, you got a chance to be a World Series team again. No question. Your pitching staff will be the best in Major League Baseball. With with Presley, Abreu, and Hayter on the back end. and with oh, this team is going to be. With, and with Verlander, Fromber, the Killer H's, and then, um, you know, who, whoever. Garcia makes it back. Lance makes it back. I'm missing another. Uh, Arkady, we'll see. You know. Oh, no. There's no, there's no doubt that Houston has the potential, just like we said at the beginning of the last year, to have the best pitching staff in Major League Baseball. Nothing changes other than you're not as sure well, on your two up and coming no, young players. Yes, and, but you do have Verlander's on this one to start with. Yeah, yeah, he wasn't but, last year. But the flip side is you don't feel as good about Javier and Hunter Brown. Yeah, it's true. This is going to be the best Astros team ever. Well, it's just hyperbole. Turn it is his, not turn his mic off. No. Why are you saying that? This is going to be the what? best Astros. Why do you believe so? What? Because of the best, this is the best bullpen they've had. This is potentially the best rotation. And the lineup is going to be, with, without Maldonado in it, with Jordan, Abreu's in this one, Bregman in a contract year. I don't care about Abreu. Pena's going to be back and better. He can't he's, be worse. Wor- he, no, he's not going to be worse. He's going to be much better than he was last year. Oh, Altuve in his last So 100- basically, we're taking our excitement from last year, and we're just moving it to this year. Go look at Altuve's last – well, he missed a lot of time. But the last 162 games he pl- he has played is one of the best seasons in Major League Baseball See, you history. say something that scares me a little bit with him. He missed a lot of time. Uh, one of them was an oblique. You know, that's not – he didn't get hit by a pitch. He Hurt himself, I think, swinging. Um, the two things that scare me a little bit, one is with Jordan. Is it already this early in his career? He has a hard time. No, he's just going to get better. He's going to get healthier? He's just going to get better. C- Tucker is playing. How for- is Jordan going to get healthier? Healthy? Well, he's going to play. I didn't say bad. I he's mean, gonna the play, baseball he's gonna is play, pretty damn he's gonna, good. He's going to be dh a lot. But he hurts his hand swinging well did you ever swing as hard as he did no yes you don't know anything about it yeah and i've never hurt my hands no. how many wins john for the best team ever this is going to be if they're the, the best, best team, team ever, ever 110 they were 108 what did they win 108 i think they were 108 
No, but this one is going to be better and win the World Series and win the World Series. So, can you give us an example? How many of- wins do you over under? This one's probably one hundred and two or one hundred and three. Okay, yeah. but they will be a better team overall. Yeah, they're going to be a better team win. overall. Yeah. So you're so you're saying ALCS is definitely a. That's a, I mean, this is eight in a row. Yeah, that's already done. It's already done. That's already done. Their total is ninety-two and a half in Vegas. Yeah, and the unders minus one twenty-five. The under is minus one twenty-five. Good. Put your money on it instead of putting it in stupid stocks. <laughs> put, put your put your money on the Astros instead of putting your money in stupid stocks. Yeah, yeah. The market or just go with underdog fantasy. You could do that. Yeah. I mean, you could do that. Underdog fantasy is real money. It actually pays off real money as well. It's a fantasy game because, well, they have daily fantasy. They have season-long fantasy, um, which is still a lot of fun. I like to tell you about the, the Pick'em Challenge because this is where you make your, your big money quickly. I mean, look, a daily fantasy is a lot of fun too. but And there's low, there's low commitment there. You can get in for $3, $5, $10. You can play a, a big fantasy game, a daily basketball game that they have. But how about NBA where you play the Pick'em Challenge where you download the app, you use promo code LANCE, for your first deposit, they not only double your first deposit up to a hundred dollars, but they also are going to—they're um, also going to give you a special pick. And with this special pick, we could be talking about a hundred times the amount of your original play if you hit all five highs or lows. You, they offer you a wide variety of players and statistics for each player on a given game, and you just pick. Oh, I think that one's going to go lower than that from a rebound standpoint. Ooh, I like the points, rebounds, assist higher for that player. You do that for five of them, you got a chance to win 100 times your money. But you can do it for as few as two and still win three times your original play. This is a fun way to watch your game and play along. I love it. It's super easy to navigate the uh, the app, and I think you're going to have a great time playing Underdog Fantasy's Pick'em Challenge. You must be 18 or older and present in a state where Underdog Fantasy operates. Terms and conditions apply. If you feel like you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or go to ncpgambling.org. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5, the best sports radio station in Houston. Well, on FM, that is. Back in the Veritex Community Bank Studios with John Granado and Lance Zerline. We've made listening and watching your favorite sports radio station even easier. We're officially streaming on the ESPN Houston YouTube channel every day. Now you can easily listen and watch anywhere and everywhere. If you listen every day and like us, clicking our YouTube subscribe button makes a big difference for us. It matters. Let us know you're listening. If you're watching earlier, you would have seen, is it Melissa? Mm-hmm. From down the hall. On Spanish station. Spanish station, she get, came down to talk with the Astros, talk about her new engagement. I saw the stream, the YouTube streams shoot up. Um, we don't take requests for pretty women, but if there happens to be one, you should be watching because you pervs can enjoy. Okay, uh, let's get Tony in here and we'll finish up with stuff that we have not talked about yet. What's up, Tony? Hey guys, as uh, the resident uh, women's basketball expert, I wanted to call in and uh, defend Caroline Peck a little bit here. Um, and the reason being is that last week when Caitlin Clark, uh, the game she set the record 
Uh, and I had her, I had money on her going for 50, and she checked out of the game with 49 points uh, with two minutes left. Do you know what I said? Do you know what I screamed at my TV? What'd you say? Bitch! I said, I said, bitch, stay in the game. Bench? Bench. Bench. Well, that, well, well, hold on. Carolyn Wait. Peck is from Tennessee. She doesn't. Jefferson City, Tennessee. Where are you from? Where are you from, Tony? Uh, the home of, uh, you know, the, the very heartbeat of college women's basketball, Iowa. UConn? Iowa. Iowa. So, uh, if no, you, Iowa. so if you say bench, it should be pretty clear. Bench. Yeah, that's the home of loose meat sandwiches and saying dirty B words. Bench. 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 Tony, you should say bench. Bench. It should be pretty clear. Yeah. Bench. Yeah. Unless that's not what you meant. Oh, meant, meant. That's, that's really meant. That is not what I meant. Mm. You know, Kaylin Clark has no control over that she checks in and out, right? Maybe did you direct How do you that at not her? Give 50? Did you direct that at her coach, or did you talk to Caitlin Clark? How do you not get fifty? Oh, she doesn't run that team, Dell. Come on. Okay, Tony. <laughs> she she can't check herself. Better, she, she kind of. She kind of does. She kind of does. Mm. does. You think? You think that coach is calling for pulling up the, from same the logo? Coach, the same. Yeah, you think that's a good shot? <laughs> yeah, when she makes it, the same coach yeah. who who ran into the Nebraska press conference, we got a plane to catch. Yeah, this is bubbly. Yeah. yeah, that you, coach. Wait, you don't think that coach is going? No. No. Good shot. She's just thankful that Caitlin's on the team. Yeah, yeah she is. I had plus 600 for her going for 50 that game. So, I, yeah, I, I maybe I yelled the uh, the real B word. The bench? Yeah. Bench, yeah. Plus 600 for going for 50. That cannot have been a real number. I've looked for Caitlin Clark numbers. Can't find them. You can't? I mean, you can probably find them. On- plus 600 sounds like about right. It does. I mean, yeah. it sounds like he actually would have had that. Plus six hundred. Yeah, they're not gonna. And then, and then she goes sits down at forty nine. Oh god! But she came back and then she went back out again. But probably forty plus was minus two twenty. Um, I mean, yeah. what was what, what odds would you give for her? Well, she was on, a, get... on a record setting night. Forty had to be the favorite. Yeah, I mean, she averages like thirty two a game. I think thirty one and a half, thirty one point six. So yeah, forty is. Oh no! Forty was definitely to in the average realm, thirty-two. Man. You have to have a bunch of forties. Yeah, you think so? Yeah. I'll I mean, you. usually, John, so, you're you're getting some pushback on your comments well, for the last segment. Comment. Okay, go ahead. People have taken issue. Um, well, first, Art laughs at Lance. Lance McCullers make it back. <laughs> Child, please. Uh, so no one believes. Well, one Lance coming McCullers back. coming back. He's going to be great. He's going to be back. Um, and Justin. For the H-Town barrel, worst case scenario. Dustin, once again, implies that maybe you should be drinking because your brain is foggy. You think this rotation do? is better than the 2019 oh, rotation? Those losers. Someone please get cool. Granado some alcohol. Oh, what did they win? Nothing. Is it this their team is winning the World is Series? Is it their fault or, or was it AJ Hinch's fault for that not? It doesn't matter. They won nothing. Bunch those of losers. losers. They did get to a World Series. Losers. A bunch of losers. Yeah, Johnson. great bullpen. Will Harris. What? He said the rotation. The 2019 Even the rotation. rotation. Even the rotation. Garrett Cole, what did he win? What has he ever won? Nothing. So. I know this is now my job, I guess, but yesterday you destroyed AJ Hitch for not putting in Garrett Cole. Now you're blaming Garrett Cole nothing. for not winning anything. Well, maybe you, Garrett Cole told him, I don't want to go into this game. You mean the guy who was in know. the bullpen and was ready to go? You don't know. I feel like we do know because he was asked about it afterwards. I feel like we do know. <laughs> and he had a Boris hat on yeah. immediately after. I think That's we, how pissed he was at AJ. I think we know he was ready to play or yeah. ready to pitch. All right, how many Caitlin Clark... 
40 point games have we had this year? How many Caitlin Clark 40 point games? Yep. Six. Four. Four? Okay. 49, 45. How many double digit assist games has she had? Double digit assist games? Eight. 14. 14. Yeah. Did you speaking of assists and shooting a lot? Did you see Juju Juju Watkins stat line? Uh, she plays for USC. She's a freshman. Oh, she's good. A lot bro. of hype for her. She no. I want to. I'm not. I'm, don't take this the wrong way. She plays like a guy. She plays like a guy. I knew that she, was coming. She no. She her shot is. It looks like a guy. Well, what's the best way that you can say it without saying she plays like a guy? Like you can. Like what's the coding? Because I like to say. Fluid play like you. She no, can stand, she looks. She can hold her own in a pickup game at a like. I don't because I don't want to say she plays like a guy, but really it's like but she. No, she. She's got a like shot. She would beat my son Mason for sure. <laughs> Whoa, okay. <laughs> Thanks for that acknowledgement. Well, no, what she played like in her last game was Jordan Poole. She went six. Oh. She went six for thirty-two. Wow, and one assist. Oh, she my shot the ball. God. And you know what someone said? Someone quote tweeted that stat line. It was like, you know the rest of the team has a group chat without her. 18% from the field goal. 18%. She shot 32 times? Yes, yeah, 6 for 32. 18% from the field. And they, except, you know 11 rebounds and 1 assist. They won the game, by the way. You know what that team is? It's her. Yeah, but if you go 6 for 32. Oh, she's Allen Iverson. What do you think her field goal Allen percentage Iverson is? Allen Iverson even would get is, to 14 or 32 to at some shoot, point. Is it easier to shoot in women's basketball, do you think? There's a smaller ball? Smaller ball. You're not going to have people playing over the top of you. She's 6'2". She shoots 41% from the field. Yeah. yeah. Well, she's, that ain't well, she, But she's a volume. She's like Iverson. Well, or, or 6 for 32 ain't going to help the shooting percentage. No, that hurt. Yeah, look, Take that 6 for 32 out, Yeah, it's prob- she's a 50% pro- shooter. Probably better, but <laughs> 6 for 32. 30- when's the last time she didn't take 23 shots in the game? Oh, my God. She's a volume shooter's right. Yeah. She's Iverson. Eight, she's 22, also a 22, 22, 27, 27, 26, 27, 25, 23, 25, 32. You know that. I mean, she gets shots up. You know her shots that. per minute. I'm going to do her minutes first and her shots second. 39, 32. 29-25, 38-23, she was unselfish there, had four assists. Every minute, 37-25, 40-27, 34-26, 38-27, 36-27, 28-22. She's a good player, though, bro. Yeah, all that being said, USC's a top-10 team in the country. Yeah, How she's... about this? 33 minutes, 33 shots. Good for her. 11 for 33. Well, you know what? Though? One assist. How are they a top-10 team? Because of her. Juju. Volume Juju. shooting. But, She's a good player. Yeah, but she just had she had a bad night shooting. But woo, look, of course you can pass the ball. No one make a shot, but the ratio thirty two shots up to one assist. One assist. It's not that, great. That doesn't mean she wasn't giving. That's it what up. I'm saying. The yeah. other players can't shoot. This the is other what I'm saying. She could have been passed. All the time. She could have passing the ball, but at some point, who said? Like Deion Waiter said, I'd rather go. I'd rather go zero for eighteen than zero for ten because their group chat because of all but her because if I went zero for ten it means I stop I I quit yeah. <laughs> got to keep shooting got to keep going yeah no you know what they they have a group chat without her yeah <laughs> that's <laughs> what some guy was like you know there's a team group chat with her without her being in it seven one three seven eight zero three seven seven six the number. Oh, we got news that we're coming your way. Yeah, something good. Yeah, I do. I got some good. Try stuff. to clean up this time. Lately, it's been really filthy. 
A lot of people doing filthy things. Teachers doing OnlyFans. Well, dirty, filthy. Dirty, filthy stuff. There's been a lot of dirty, filthy stuff. You want something clean? You want something wholesome? Chastain Ford. That's what it is. Chastain Ford. I can't believe John called an Astros team a bunch of losers. Losers. Uh, time for me to talk about winners. Yeah, he was and just that's the his point. The Chastangs are the best. I love the Chastangs. I love Joe. I've known Joe and Patrick for a long, long time. Um, their sister and brother-in-law, the families. I've spent some time with them. I, I really, you're going to really, really like them as well. You may be dealing with them. Uh, there's a good chance. Uh, they've got the truck month going on right now, which is the best time. This is right now the best time of the year to buy a truck. It is truck month. It's all the 2023 Ford F-150s. You're going to enjoy exclusive discounts, fantastic discounts, the best discounts. You're going to get them at, at Chastain Ford. 1.9% financing for 72 months. You're tying up their money for six years at 1.9%. That's a ridiculously low interest rate. This is the time for you to get that F-150. If you are need a truck, truck month at Chastain Ford, it's like no other. No dealer add-ons, no marking up, giving you all the discounts, doing it every single day. The best place to get your truck on right now. ChastainFord.com on 610 at Homestead, not Hempstead. Five minutes from downtown Chastain Ford. ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. You do like me. I just don't like you no more. You do like me. You don't. Time now for news of the weird with John and Lance. Weird. 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 John and Lance weird. News of the weird. News. News. Weird. All right, welcome back here on ESPN 97.5. So, apparently he'd been paroled before. A man in Las Vegas who was convicted murderer. He had been paroled before, and he was up for parole again. Up for parole again just recently. She's 43. Uh, Jeremy Kelly. Well, they decided that they, he would go before the parole board again, but then they realized um, he's not here. He had been missing from the prison system, a convicted murderer, for over a year in Nevada. I don't know that they've got a real good grasp on everything that's going on in their prison system. If you lost a prisoner, <laughs> y'all be quiet. We can't find them. Just shut well, up. why would they come out and say, hey, where is he? Probably because he was already found. Hey, wait a minute. How could you lose a prisoner? It was not until not last know. December the Department of Corrections realized Kelly was not in their custody. The realization came as Kelly would have been eligible for parole for parole in January 2024. Man, I just don't feel like ah, I'm safe in in Nevada right now. No. Okay. Well, yeah, because of all the prisoners that could be out. Yeah, because yeah. you just don't know where a convicted murderer is, or because it, Las Vegas is there and it could swallow you whole. Well, that could happen too. Yeah. Yeah, I I would not be. I don't, I'd be in a casino all day. Yeah, I don't think it'd be great for me to live there. No, it wouldn't be. It would be horrible for me to live there. Uh, have you ever been to Salt Bay's restaurant? No, Super Chach Fest. Yeah, he comes out. You pay your seven hundred dollars for your steak, and then he comes and slices it like this. Yeah, and then throws some salt it's on it. Seven hundred pounds bill. for a steak. That's what I said. 
pounds even more. Well, apparently, though, uh, they're, it's I don't know why they're doing pretty damn well. Because people want to be on Instagram and show. Look In at its me. accounts, they say they're sought to improve energy efficiency at an operational level with efforts including turning off central heating after closing or during peak hours when heating demand is lower. They're cutting the heat in the restaurant well, and closed, charging 700 pounds of steak. Uh, yeah, because they know douchebags will pay it. Well, it's look at me, everybody. Woo! He's doing this. Look at my Instagram. Yeah, and he's just, and all you're doing is seeing this nerd put salt on a steak. Hey, listen, he's better than me. I'm sitting in there writing offensive line prospects with, now that I got bad hips sitting in a chair all day just waiting for food courts to open. Yeah. And what's he doing? Throwing salt on a steak for billions. Yeah. Who wins? He wins. He wins. Yeah. He, Always. But you got to be He's a got the sweet knife. I could do all this stuff. No. And then put salt on stuff. When you what cut about your meat after you cook it, you have to like no, saw it. stop it. <laughs> stop it. That's a good one. But stop it. You know what I'd be? Pepper Bay. I'd be up here you with a pepper grinder like this. What you're doing. I stand over your steak. <laughs> stand over your steak. Look what he's doing. What did he just do on camera? He might have been obscured by the desk. He might get lucky there. But the laptop didn't catch that. While you're chain, while you're chainsawing his steak, he's doing other things with his hands. I was being Pepper Bay. Don't do that anymore. I just be a Pepper Bay. Pepper Bay is terrible. (laughs) Pepper Bay is a move. Why? Why is it so low? Shouldn't like Salt Bay has it above his shoulder? Why is your motion like? Waist level. Yeah, because I'm going to put the pepper on your steak. I don't want your pepper. Well, that's why it's most expensive. You want some You want some of that, what's the sauce, Bernays sauce? Yeah. Mm, no, not I want not it. if okay. it comes from that area. And this, okay. Don't want any blue cheese, okay. nothing. Okay. No. Chunky blue cheese. Okay. A bride was disgusted. Apparently, she caught the groom being breastfed by his mom before the wedding. Oh. Are you going to get what married? What country is this? It is in. God, is this in Westeros? No, it's in. It's in. Is in U, the UK. Oh, mm, What's know. a place where people would breastfeed with their mom way too late? You heard them. The UK. UK. No, in Game of Thrones, Dell. What's one of those little? Oh, towns? well, Robin. Well, no. yeah. Where was that? Kid? The Eyrie. That was in. Uh, it was Little Robin. Yeah, it was it, a, in, it lived on a mountain in the Eyrie. Yeah, I don't know yeah. how that correlates to the real world. But that's yeah. the only place you can get away with that, except the UK. So. This the mother obviously was lactating. How old was this man? How, yeah, how old was he? And how old was she that she's uh, lactating? Bro, that's just incest uh, there's at some no point. age in the story. Old enough to get married. There's no age in the story, but it's, at some know. point it crosses over from, you know, brain health, uh, food for brain health, and and bone growth into some type of really creepy incest. <laughs> so apparently, she walked into the toilet. And what she saw oh, was no, it's in the he toilet? was being breastfed by the mom. She thought he was in there doing drugs. And in fact, well, this is she, worse. Wishes it was w- a, <laughs> she wished it was a mirror full of Coke. She's like, oh my God, I wish this was four uh, lines of Coke. Uh, I wish so bad it wasn't my husband on the mom's teat. <laughs> on my mother-in-law. So that's off, right? Uh, uh, did, they, did they get married? Uh, I think they can. no, we can't get married. I don't. I don't. I, let's see, building up the tension and the astonishment. Why would you reflect it? I don't. I don't know. Everybody. I don't know. I don't care. Um, a a Florida man arrested after posting YouTube video 
of himself fleeing police. Can we not not self I've seen this before. Yeah, running away, I, putting seen, it on YouTube. Yeah, I've seen that before. Uh, I mean, can we stop self snitching, everybody? When are we going to stop? No, I like I like for criminals to self snitch. That's yeah. good. It helps. It Did you it see? Easier. Have you seen this? Our Iran is claiming that they own Antarctica. What? Yeah. Um. Yeah, Iran claims... Is this going to be another war starting? I don't know, but they claim, they're claiming that they own Antarctica. Why? And, and But it's defying the global treaty, and they're preparing for a military operation on the South Pole. Oh. <laughs> Iran, what are I, we well, doing? What, isn't it just natural? Of course Iran owns the South Pole. Well, it makes sense to me. It they does it. make sense. They want I mean, it in a card same, game. Isn't it kind of the same? What if they want it in a card you know? game? You don't know. They might have. I know I know. Uh, Eric Layden's grandpa won Astros, four Astros tickets from Judge Roy Hoffines in a card game. He did. Originally. Four Astros tickets or a giant landmass. Yeah. They both, can they both be won in card games? Like Maybe. Maybe. You just never know who is running you Antarctica. We have property rights in the South Pole. We have a plan to raise our flag there and carry out military and scientific work. Okay. No, Iran. Can y'all y'all done of too all much? Places are, that you're going to Iran has been doing too much for years. Now. Just let them have it. It's Antarctica. <laughs> Who cares? Let's let no, have give them like Patagonia or something. No, what? people actually like that place. Patagonia. Give, give them Antarctica. Who cares? Who's fighting this? The Patagonians are like what? Lance? <laughs> okay. Give them New Jersey. No, I don't have New Jersey. Can't give them a piece of this country. <clears throat> give them. Yeah, you don't want that to. What give them give Russia. Them? Oh, yeah, that'll go over well. <laughs> well, there we go. Conflict. <laughs> Let's get that conflict You going. were worried about a war. Oh, Russia. He's, Putin, did you hear what Iran said about you? But I don't want to be part of that because then those two are You're worried start. about a war. You're trying to start a nuclear yeah, war. Yeah, no, I don't want to do that. Just right, Iran, can y'all just chill out for a little bit no. and just leave everything alone for a just give us a decade of, n- of no nonsense. Okay? All right, we're done. I think, is Paul next? Yeah. Yes. Okay. He is still here. He's still here. He's not on vacation yet. He's he starts tomorrow. Oh, tomorrow he goes. Okay. So Paul's next right here on ESPN 97.5 and 92.5. I think it's a legitimate question, is Paul here? To be honest with you, yes. To, to For be Paul honest. and because of recent events. Yes. But here's the deal is access vascular health is what we're talking about now. We're talking about Doc Manifest. We're talking about her greatness. We talked a little bit about it earlier in the show. The, there are doctors that are still performing surgeries on an enlarged prostate. Those doctors should be, they should lose their, their doctor license, whatever that is. If you're if you're somebody that has an enlarged prostate, there's only one place to go, and that's a, uh, Access Vascular Health. Doc Manavis does not perform surgery. She has an IV for you. You take an MRI, an ultrasound. You go see her. It's easy. It's wonderful. The process is so simple. There's no pain involved. You put in an IV, and you and your prostate forty five minutes, and your prostate is shrunk. And you can go about living a normal life again. Are you? Do you have the uh, symptoms of an enlarged prostate? Peeing too often, can't start, can't stop. All, all there's all of those things. If you think you might have an enlarged prostate, there's only one place to go: nine seven five prostate dot com. Nine seven five prostate dot com. ESPN ninety seven five and ninety two five. Dude, I'd be most worried about seeing my seminal vesicles. I like the Florida State seminal vesicles. Bye, babe.